Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, Chris, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's just you and me. Shall we do the intro? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, all right. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show that takes unsolved true mysteries and cocktails and puts them together for you. Surprise, surprise, it's another duo episode. That's right. It is, and it will be three in a row because it will be a duo episode next week as well. <gasps> Whoa, so it's like... It's and that, every... was the sound, <laughs> that was the sound of uh, all of the listeners' hearts breaking when you said it was a duo episode and then they went... <gasps> And then it was my voice that came oh, through no. the other one. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's every combination. That's what they've got. And they've got every yeah, combination true. of Mr. Uh, Rock's uh, hosts. Yeah. Listen, guys, it's either we do this for three weeks in a row or you don't yeah. get any episodes. So we anything. thought, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, last week was obviously Susan Masood. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I did record little bits to chop in. It wasn't yes. like, yeah. Yeah, then, yeah. So it was, it was technically all of us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, this week is uh, me and Masood. Next week is me and Suze. And then the following week, we'll be back to normal. We're back together. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, definitely getting back together. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know, we were talking about um, stuntmen and wanting to be a stuntman. Yes. And how you, you cut away for long shots. They put stu- Have you seen the music video Samantha Mumba did? Do you remember Samantha Mumba? Yeah, wasn't she in Mission Impossible 2? Uh, no, that was Tandy Newton. Um, oh! No. <laughs> uh, Samantha Mumba was a pop, a pop singer artist, and uh, she was also Samantha. in The Time Machine. You know that H- I was going to say, the, the she version. was in The Time Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with Guy Pearce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. in one of, one of her music videos, she's walking all like really sassily, but she walks out of a hotel room or an apartment and yeah. leaps over the balcony. And then... Mm-hmm. So they get a stuntman to do the leap, and... Take a look at the music video. I'm sure there's a clip of it online. It's uh, it's a white guy in a wig. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. That's no. okay. I'm looking at it right now. I'm gonna go right now. So here we go. So she's walking. The big. Okay, here we go. Here's a big one. That's a dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's 100% a and like, it's not fooling anybody. Yeah. Like I thought it I thought I thought it would have been like a shot from behind or like a long shot like you said it's like it's fairly close up. <laughs> yeah, it's just a guy. <laughs> Fuck me. Jesus Christ. You know what we were talking about how you remember Suze in the WhatsApp group was saying all the glamour models are basically at, uh, like t- three to four years older than us. All the glamour yes. models from like the the, the, the zoo 90s, and the nuts yeah. era. Mm. Um Samantha Mumber, it turns out, is just the the born the year before me. What? <laughs> no, I know that's, that I can't. That is how that, is she? What? How is she that famous? That young? Um, I mean, yeah. still that's crazy. See, I always think about that about like early fame, right? It's like when I was a kid. I think because I watched Richie Rich quite young. I think we all did. We were about eight or ten. Um, Macaulay Culkin was like was like, was like uh, uh, our generation's hero when we were kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, to be Richie Rich, I think it was. I just wanted my own McDonald's. That was it. But um, yeah. and a roller coaster. Uh, but like, I remember being like, oh, wouldn't that be great? And then it's weird. Like, as I got older, I'm like, that is all awful. Being yeah. like rich that year, I was like, oh, it just feels quite horrible when you found out like his parents kept all of his money and like, blah. Um, and then strangely, the idea of being rich as I'm older, I'm like, I don't know if I want that either. <laughs> like, all I want, like, all I, all I yeah. want is enough. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's it. Because that's here's it. the thing, right? Fairly, um live fairly comfortably and yeah. eat badly. If I was rich, yeah. <laughs> like, imagine how badly I'd eat. 
Oh my god! Like it's it's a it's no wonder that Trump like basically ate McDonald's his entire time in the White House. Yeah. Like he just yeah. What, 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 it, it's no wonder he has to wear a nappy. Yes. <laughs> um, somebody changed Daddy's nappy. Um, I uh, but like you would, wouldn't you? You'd just be like, "Wow, what's the point? No one's. I've, I've got everything. I'll just fucking yeah. shovel it in." Yeah, yeah you wouldn't. Pro- uh, I suppose, like, actually, no. I think maybe I'd eat quite well because I'd have enough to pay for a cook. Maybe I haven't thought this through. Because it. <sighs> Mm. Yeah, if I was rich, because I've automatically assumed that I do what I do now, which is if I've got got some uh, got a bit of extra money this week, fucking order yeah. a takeaway. I wouldn't do that. I don't think if I was rich. Do you know what I mean? I'd probably have, yeah, I'd have someone doing doing all the nutrition. And someone told me that apparently that Mark Zuckerberg can run under five, run five k in under twenty minutes. And I'm like, I, he can't. We can't let him be the world's fastest billionaire. Okay, so that's <laughs> not. We can't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> he's not the world's fastest man, but you don't even want him to be the world's fastest billionaire. And the no, thing about that is, is that it stands to reason. He's not. <laughs> it, it, it does, though, doesn't it? If you've got like in, in a competition between Elon Musk, uh, Jeff mm. Bezos, Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg, of course, Zuckerberg's going to win a race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't even want that for him. No, yeah. no I don't want <laughs> we, him to be the world's fastest billionaire. We can't let him be the world's fastest billionaire. We can't. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me uncomfortable and upset. I don't like it. I just don't yeah. like it. <laughs> it is quite oh. funny though, that him and, uh, him and Musk are having this, like challenging yeah. each other to a cage fight and stuff. It's. I, I mean, that would be... It, it won't even hit the levels of... Because I think I've seen a bit of that. Was it KSI and L- Paul Logan, was it? Those two YouTubers who do it. And uh, and I think I saw like a some some somewhere, and I managed to see like him squaring someone up for another boxing match. Boxing seems to have made its way. It starts to kind of make its way slightly into wrestling. You know how wrestling would be like someone would yeah. come into the ring and be like, "Bing, bing," be like, "You stepped on my mother's bushes, and now I'm gonna come to your house and take a dump in your toilet." And that's like the basic. Yeah, the he's whole... called the Secateur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And like that's what that's you your know, that's hedge is ripe for trimming. <laughs> yeah, as you see, it cuts the whole crowd, and they're all going. Yeah, <laughs> someone's second. Second. someone's got a sign that says "Trim my bush." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, um, and uh, and it's a dude. It's a dude. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's wearing sunglasses inside and a shirt that's just a bit too small. That's what happened in this boxing match. Like there was like a just a regular exhibition match, or whatever going on, and then these two came up and like, yeah, they they kind of did the squaring up thing. It's like you, oh, you said that I'm no good, but I'm gonna come fight you. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Why? Like, I'm not a huge boxing fan, really. I'll watch it occasionally if it's on, but like, I was watching this and being like, wow, this is this sport has really kind of eaten itself and become yeah. this thing to try and like make people watch it it's just it's become it's like folded in on itself and i'm like ah okay well um i guess that's what's happening now is that you you just get ridiculous celebrities this is what i guess is what's going to happen with musk and uh, yeah. what's his chops right is that they're going to be like <laughs> if they do fight which would be so funny i think they should yeah. do it like tomorrow like no training they just they just put them both in a and then Musk even said, I challenge him to a, an actual dick measuring contest. And I'm like, oh, 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 Jesus. Uh, oh God. Oh, that's so pathetic. Did he actually, that's, that's fucking lame. He's, ugh. ugh have, have you seen interviews of him when he was losing his hair back in the 90s? I've seen pictures of that, but I haven't yeah. seen. There's, there's like interviews of it and, and you're like, oh, that's, that's very, that's very really, you're very much losing your hair then. And like, and I just lost, I mean, yeah, I didn't have much respect for him, but whatever little I had. Completely I don't know. I mean, up. it's one of those things, isn't it? Where you're like, well, if he's got the money to sort that out, then fine. Yeah. Good on him. But Jeff yeah. Bezos didn't feel the need to. No, exactly. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, like I don't, he's, I've he, got, he, yeah. Yeah. He's like. He's like a plucked chicken, man. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's definitely come to terms with it. I've, yeah, yeah. I've got a funny feeling. He's like, ah, yeah. look how much money I've got. Yeah, it just doesn't, it really, <laughs> but I've really got to hold on to my hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, what are you drinking, Chris? I think you'll approve. Uh, mm. Recently got this blended rye whiskey called Burnt Ends. 
Oh yeah, I've been very jealous about that. that it's looks really nice. like very, 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 very nice. Uh, not normally a fan of rye um, mm. whiskey. I mean, I, do you know what? I like it, but it's not like it's not like my thing. You know? It's not your go-to. You won't you yeah. won't reach for that before anything else, right? And uh, it's very particularly nice rye. Um, so I used it for this. Uh, so it's two parts that half a measure of sweet vermouth and half a measure of cherry liqueur. Deep red cherry liqueur, not oh. the maraschino, and mm. uh, so it's kind of Manhattan-y. And then I finished it off with some chocolate bitters. Oh, oh god, that sounds so good. It's very nice. Yeah. What's the burnt mm. ends like flavor profile? Is it like super like smoky? Uh, or whatever, or? Uh, uh, there's a bit of smoke, yeah. Mm. But I tell you what, it's probably got it's got one of the longest finishes of any whiskey I've ever tried. Oh. So like. You um you take a sip and you're still tasting it like sixty seconds later. Oh, nice! Oh, that's good. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I think I'm gonna get myself some. Is that a, is that a margarita you're about to you're put in your gob? Straight. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been hot slightly, and I was putting the kids to bed, and I was thinking to myself like, to to sort of help me. <laughs> this sounds bad. Like help me kind of just get in a relaxed state. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make that margarita. I'm gonna get that lime juice. I'm gonna squeeze it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna and like I talk myself <laughs> through making it. I'm so in that zone, and then I sort of, so I'm sort of lying there, mm. and Jesse's sort of on one arm because it's 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 a bit harder when they're both anyway. Yeah. And Lucy's here, and then I sort of shut my eyes for like five minutes. I wake up. They're both asleep, and I'm like, yes, it's fucking margarita time. <laughs> it's fucking like, on. It's fucking on. Oh. <laughs> 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 then put them. Yeah, slowly slide <laughs> out and just fucking run downstairs. And, you know, my hands are shaking because I'm so damn excited to make Yeah. <laughs> do you make um, accidentally too much or do you make just enough for one? Because uh, when... Oh. Yeah, so I used to be like, I'm going to make, like, a lot. Yeah. And then, because I don't know how long a recording is going to be. Whereas yes. now I'm like, like, that was literally, like, one measure. Uh, t- no, it was two. Two measures of the whiskey and then half a measure of the... I literally was like just made enough for one. Oh, I guess I usually go for one unless Sarah's around and she'll ask, yeah. she'll ask me what I'm making and then I'll make two. Um, but uh, and margaritas are usually ones that she's like, "Are you gonna make a? You wanna? You, uh, can I have a?" <laughs> she's always like, asking for another. <laughs> so, oh, like I know. Uh, is that, did you ask me to buy you limes earlier? I think you are you gonna make, make it a margarita. <laughs> um, so yes, usually I make enough for two if, if she asks. I've got well because we're going to be doing our live show at some point, so I've got a, I'm, I've, I've got a November. few. I'm shortlisting a few like because it's going to be us all in the same room. Well, what do you have for me today, Chris? <laughs> it is as voted for by Patreon. Uh, yes. All episodes this season are voted for by Patreon. If you want to vote for which mysteries we cover, get to patreon.com forward slash mystery on the rocks. And this one is the murder of Kiliki Sari. Holy shit. I've said that name right. Okay. Uh, uh, so, <clears throat> Kiliki Osari. So it's uh, Kiliki is K Y L L I K K I. Yeah, that sounds about right. And Sari Osari is S double A R I. I'd go Sari personally. If I saw two A's, I'd, I'd yeah, I'd um, sail over that. Yeah. She was 17 years old from Finland, and mm. it's one of the most infamous cases of homicide in Finland in Finnish history. Yeah. What, uh, one of she, three? <laughs> <laughs> and she was murdered in 1953. Okay. Okay. 1953, that seems like... Yeah. I feel like it, it was that murder, and then like maybe one... Four years ago, and that's it. In Finland. <laughs> it's unsolved because no one knows who did it. Um, yes. She actually went missing beforehand, as a lot of oh, murder shit. victims do. She was last seen alive May the 17th, 1953, and she was cycling home from a prayer meeting. Mm. What time of year? Was it winter or summer? May. May, May 17th. May, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, it's uh, still light. Yeah. But she was last seen alive on May the 17th, cycling yeah. home from this prayer meeting. Okay. Her body... And when I say body, I mean remains, weren't found 
until October. Jesus. So she was missing for six months. Fucking hell. That's... Holy shit. Whoa. Uh, she okay. was found in a bog. Oh. You don't get... See, bog... I feel like the, the bog thing is not done a lot. I'm not saying it's like... You know, a lot of people don't die in bogs anymore. That's And that's the fucking problem, you know? Um, I mean, like... I when I tell like you to bog. dump him in the marsh, I mean <laughs> in the marsh, <laughs> not where some dog walker goes to get a fucking blowjob. <laughs> Is that what's that from? Departed. Oh. <laughs> when I say in the marsh, I mean in the marsh. <laughs> Don't laugh. Oh. Don't you fucking laugh. Because <laughs> <laughs> they start laughing when he's telling them off. That's really good. That's a really good impression. Um, oh. I, uh, Don't tell Suze. So, Suze is the Jack Nicholson impressionist on this podcast. It's a, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so they, they, they dump him in, they dump her, they find her in a bog, or her remains in a bog. They find her in right. a bog. Uh, no. They, I bet, listen, she went missing for six months. It was a huge news story in Finland. Guess how many no. people went to, uh, uh, there were several funeral services and memorial services. Mm. Uh Guess how many people went collectively to to the services for Kiliki? For all of them, I reckon I'm going to go wild and say like 200 people. Uh, it's a bit higher than that. What? 300 people? It's a bit higher than that. 500 people? It's a bit higher than that. 800 people? It's a bit higher than that. 1,000 people? It's a bit higher than that. Get the fuck, 2,000 people. Okay, and then times that by 12 and a half. 25,000 people. What? <laughs> yeah holy shit i mean that's incredible because they're like you know this, this would have taken the nation by storm so they're like right yeah. you know uh twenty five thousand people uh attended so, like the, the the funeral services that were held uh oh. on 25th of october so two weeks after the body was found that's when the funeral services um, shit. Uh, happened uh remind me later and we'll talk about the other unsolved the the, the other infamous finnish Homicide Murder. cases. Okay, yeah. um, but that's kind of literally it. She was cycling home from mm. this prayer meeting, May the 17th, turns up six months later, dead. Um, yeah. The authorities started to think that the attacker and murderer had a sexual motive. Mm. However, what I would say is that, you know, in the intro, we were doing Barbara Noor Follett and we were like, we're going to cling to this happy ending if we can. Oh, yes. Um, like, no evidence has actually been produced to support a sexual motive for the crime. So oh, let's okay. let's yeah. click on to that and be yeah, like... Let's, yeah, let's... I, I think it's it was bad just, enough that she ended up dead. Let's yeah, not. I think it was just someone who was just, just a nasty, who just wanted to bonk her, bonk her on the head and then jump her in a Exactly that. Yeah. And in it's something... I tell you what, I think what really gripped everybody was the fact that it was a prayer meeting that she was on her way home from. I was going to say that that really sells the, like... Yeah, again, look, it's... Yeah, it's a very much like, oh, no. A 17-year-old girl riding a bike back from a prayer meeting, doesn't come yeah. home, oh. fear builds over six months, and then... Ugh. Oh. Found in a bog. One of the least... One of my, like... I'm not looking to get murdered. Um... It is something that sits in the back of my mind every now and again, where I'm like, what if someone just did me in? And being found on a bog is probably my least favourite. If if if, <laughs> if I had the choice of places... To be just found. In, yeah, probably just in the house, actually. I wouldn't mind just being like, you know, just... Uh, which uh, probably means it'll be someone who knows me very well, so that doesn't bode well for, for me. <laughs> uh, I hadn't even really given it much thought about where would I mm. like to turn up dead, but um, now that you've I watched a lot it, of murder shows. Yeah. When I was growing now up. that you've said it, I think I think I think I've got an answer, and I think mm. what I want is for it to be a cinema. But mm. I want somebody to sit down to start watching a movie, <laughs> and I'm already sitting there. <laughs> uh, and I think you know what I think as well. About fifteen or twenty minutes into the film, they figure it out. <laughs> they're watching it, and they're like. This fucking yeah. guy, man. This is, it's like a comedy, and they're like, "What's with this yeah, fucking guy?" Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're like, they're they're like laughing like uh, uh, Max Cady, and <laughs> like, I'm just I'm, <laughs> and I'm not reacting, and they're like, "This fucking, I can't believe," and they get angry and they stop enjoying the film because yes. I'm not laughing at the movie, yeah, and then. Eventually, they just sort of like, oh god! And the lights come up at the end, and I'm very yeah. like obviously dead, like head. Oh yes, it's, 
I, I thought you were going to go like, they're going to tap you and then it's that, it's that slump forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, the, and then I hit the person in front of me. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I just tapped him. I just, I just tapped him. That's all. All I did was tap him. I don't know. I didn't kill him. And then Chris found dead in a <laughs> yeah and the thing is right it would be a it just doesn't happen but i think mm. the film that the the guy has come to see in which yeah. the movie in, in which i am found dead is not yeah. the movie that was playing before so no. i ended up okay yeah. yeah so like everybody thinks that i died going to watch this and i didn't yeah they thought you died watching um Pixar's Elemental. What happened? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then, and then the, uh, oh, so it's a kid that's next to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I made it worse. <laughs> yeah. Then what happens is, is because it was obvious that I was already there when yeah. that film started, they came and sat, they came and sat next to me because they started to watch this film. I was already there. <laughs> that means that the, the cinema wasn't checked between. Um, so then, then the duty manager, has a lot of questions to answer because why didn't you do the checks? <laughs> I feel like you said you hadn't thought about it a lot. <laughs> I really <laughs> hadn't. <laughs> now I'm on a roll. Uh, <laughs> and the more I talk about it, the more I like the idea. Um, not, enough, not, not enough to make it happen. I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to ensure the fact that I end up phone dead in a cinema. But like, I think it's it's better than the street. It's be- better than a bog. Beat to bog. It's better than bog. I remember I was talking to Alistair Beckett King once. We were talking about. He was saying somehow we got on the subject of funeral arrangements, and he was saying no, 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 nonsense. I just just chuck me out in the street like a Christmas tree. Let the council deal <laughs> with me. And I just imagined the idea of him for some reason quite bloated and bright green, just well, sat in the street. <laughs> If there's such a thing as this, I mm. think Alistair would be a funny corpse. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He'd look like he'd look like a funny dead body, you know? Yeah. I imagine like <laughs> I just imagine all of the DIs and, and officers just kind of silently giggling as they found him. Like someone yeah. lift back the curtain and some the the, the, the the cloth that's over him and just go sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like they, they'd laugh at his velvet jacket. They'd laugh at. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> look at this guy. Look at him. It's funny. Come on. Hey, get the, get the DI over here. Get the DI over here. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I've got a comfort of crying child. He was sitting next to a dead guy at the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bring the kid over here. This will cheer him up. This will cheer him up. This will cheer him up. Uh, <laughs> Hey, kid, 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 get a load of this. Boop. <laughs> I don't even know what you're doing with the boop, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's enough. Do you um, make a sound every time, Sean? <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I put too much salt on my glass and not enough drink. <laughs> And now I'm just licking salt off of my glass and it's going uh, There are suspects, though. Okay. So Was she, like, a fairly well-known young lady? Not at the time. I mean, I guess, like, in the community, she became really famous when she went missing. But other than yes, that... Yes, yeah. Um, she wasn't, like, you know, like, some local, you know, kid who, like, did a bunch of charity work that everyone's like, ah, she's real great, you know. No, I think just sort of, like, well-liked in the community. She, uh... Uh, she had three sisters. Um, okay. the, they were obviously churchgoers. So yeah, 
you know, there are three, three suspects. The first is Vittori Lemus Vita. Uh, okay. I think I might have said, I don't know. Um, he had been on and off in a mental hospital. He died in 1967, which was, well, what? That was 14 years after this. Um, yeah. When he died, they discarded his case, which is nice of them, I thought. Yeah, um, yeah. Did. Ah, well, check it out. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah, so he was uh, he he was found dead in a cinema, actually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, buddy. <laughs> police generally thought that the murderer was a resident of the nearby area. Is a, is mm-hmm. a, is a, is a yoki or uh, Isayoki? Um, mm-hmm. And they thought that they would live quite close to the murder scene. But when they say murder scene, do, like, are they assuming then that well, she was Well, she was even murdered the there. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. um, uh, a bog, like you said, is like a dumping ground. So it's like usually yeah. like you take them to wherever you're being nasty and then you come back and it's it probably... You know what? Anyway, we'll save theories for later. Keep going. In um, uh, the 1940s, so... Uh, a few years before this, this guy, Lemus Vita, was found guilty of a sexual offence and found to have a mental illness. Mm. Um, and they also thought, the police also thought, that he had helped out, helped in covering up the crime uh, of his brother-in-law. Oh. What was the crime his brother-in-law committed? This one, they thought, as well, maybe. Oh, so, oh, so, so they suspected... They didn't suspect he murdered her. He suspected that his brother-in-law did, and well, he helped him cover it up. Cover well. So apparently, him and his brother-in-law both knew the local terrain really well, and they had mm. um, they both attended this field that was about fifty meters. Mm. Fifty meters is not far. Fifty no. meters. Fifty meters from where she was found. Um, Whoa! I, so <laughs> I was going to say like they knew the terrain. I, it's Finland. And it's in the sixties. You got to know the terrain because it's yeah. it's you know. Um, well, the 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 shovel that was used to dig the sort of grave that she was found in. Yeah, that shovel was found in the field that this guy and his brother-in-law worked oh, on. Thing is, it is close to where she was found, and it is the sort of thing that could just be dumped. I don't think if you have a field that you regularly work in. Is that where you're going to leave something like that? Yeah, it's it's so okay. Yeah, it, what am I thinking about here? As you said that, my brain went like ping, ping. You know, it's your field, so you'll leave stuff around because you'll come back to it. Because who's who's going to be jumping on your ass about you leaving the shovel out? Nobody. It's your field. Do whatever yep. you want. Um, <clears throat> and secondly, if whoever whomever murdered her, and there's just a shovel there. Hey, there you go. Free murder weapon, plonk, and then just chuck it back yeah. where you found it, right? Just yeah, you're right. I suppose you're that the tool could be uh, opportunistic. Could just be like, oh, I need to dig this to put her in it. So, oh, yeah, there's a shovel. There's a shovel. Um, yeah, but get this. So, um, this guy Vittori, his mum and his sister both alibied him for the evening oh, okay. of the murder. Because here's the other thing: they're assuming that she was murdered. On the day that she was last seen alive. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, it's she went missing off, for six it? months. It's like to say she, that it could have been any time. How could, like, no one is alibied for six whole months. I'm not no. alibied for six whole months. <laughs> I mean, I am. I have kids, so I'm fine. But <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, I wasn't in Finland in 1953. I promise. But like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, six months is a long time to be like that. He was here, you know. Yeah. Well, they they say that on the night, on the night, um, the on May the seventeenth, when she went missing, they mm. say that uh, he was in bed by seven because he'd been drinking heavily. I don't know. I've not been in bed by seven. I've drunk heavily a lot. Yeah. Uh, some and some and, and recently too. And I was at least one a.m. Maybe. Wow. Two. I just think sort of like if you have a day day drink in summer and then keep going, you might be yeah. a little bit like oh, I'm gonna. No, oh, actually, no. We've done that once. We went out for a, before we had kids. We went out to like a fancy restaurant and day drunk all day. Got home at about yeah six fifteen, and then we're like, yeah, it's bedtime now, <laughs> and just sort of crawled into bed. Like, yeah, okay, like, yeah, enough. like daylight outside. 
Yeah. It is. It does make you feel a bit sad. And then now that I have kids, I'm like, you know, it comes seven o'clock and I'm putting them to bed. I've fallen asleep putting Lucy to bed so many times. And I'm like, <laughs> and then I'll wake up and be like, I was happier sleeping, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, so, yeah you, you did it the wrong way around. You meant to put your daughter to bed, but you ended up falling asleep. I ended up falling asleep, <laughs> yeah. I've fallen asleep reading her stories and then woken up, still in the story, and then like said something angrily that I don't remember. Turned to her and she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, just the owl. And he's just, why does this owl need to go to sleep? This fucking owl. I think I, I do have a cat to myself. <laughs> this Once actually owl, saying... Man. This goddamn owl. And then she was like... <laughs> I was so... Uh, oh. That's funny. So he... Um, so he's he's off the hook for the night, but not necessarily the entire yeah, the, six the, months. There is, there is something here that's pretty, uh, pretty damning. Um, yeah. For uh, him? Oof, yeah, quite damning, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he was interrogated... Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously the shovel was found, so they interrogated him, and uh, he said, uh, bearing in mind, no, he was he can't have been interrogated because the shovel was found, because the shovel was made to dig the grave. Yeah, so, he would, interro- would this just been like his just a general interrogation? Uh, yeah, so when he when he was when he fell under suspicion and was interrogated, then he said that she was no longer alive and that her body would never be found. Oh, I mean. There's damage, that said, and, there, and then there's there's like yeah. basically admitting to the crime. <laughs> that, I, that's but, not. I I honestly don't think that's admitting the crime. I think that's, that's him going. Yeah. I think it's him going. This is like this is pointless. Like she's been missing yeah. for so long. She's dead. And say, you're never going to find her. Yeah. The flip side of it is it's we don't like know the tone in which he said it. Yeah, he's yeah. not taunting the police like a Machiavellian yeah. sort of like he's not twirling a moustache when he says it of which we've um, also discovered that most of those people are, are like either half doing that when they're taunting the police or the ones who are actually taunting the police like BTK the police are so dense they have no yeah. idea that he's taunting them well he subsequently withdrew that statement and he said that he'd misunderstood the question but <laughs> <laughs> did you murder her you're never gonna fight her it's just too fucking late I would like to rescind my answer. Yeah. It's at all his, possible. His, his lawyer nudged him. <laughs> um, my client anyway, is, uh, yeah. Him and his brother-in-law, they were both questioned uh, in 1953. Mm. Uh, and then shortly after that, that brother-in-law moved to Sweden. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Yeah, that doesn't... Mm, and huh. then Vittori was questioned again on a subsequent spell in a mental hospital uh, but mm-hmm. his doctor halted the interview because it wasn't. He was like, "This is bad for my patient." Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And yeah. But he was never convicted. Uh, so that's Vittori Lemutsvita. Now you might have heard that and gone, "I think he did it." I think he did it. There are two mm. more. So yes. it might not be him. Um, yeah. Hold so your accusations. The next one is a man named Hans Asman. Okay. <laughs> this is, I think, I think. And I'm not have, lying. His name is we, Assman. It's spelled A-S-S-M-A-N-N, Assman. I think we, we may have uh, potentially a contender for the best name best on name. this show. Yeah. That, wow, Hans. And, and you his know first what's funny? name is Hans. Hans. I was, as, as you were saying, there are three suspects. In my head, I went, I really hope one of them is called Hans. And not only was that delivered, <laughs> it was delivered... I mean, I couldn't have even... It's fucking Christmas. <laughs> In name town. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's called Assman. Now, <laughs> um, the thing about Assman is... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna, it's his fucking name, Masood. I have to say it several times. You gotta say it. You have to say it. It's, it's... So grow up, grow up, listeners. Grow up. Come on. <laughs> That's his name. So, like I said, the thing about Assman is that he is. <laughs> <laughs> what a doozy of an interview this would have been for the cops. They're like, Mr. Uh, for Assman. the record, could you please state your name? Um, Assman. <laughs> Check out this body. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he 
was uh, a an alleged KGB spy. What? Yeah, not with a name like man. Ass Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna send the Ass Man. <laughs> the name's Ass Man. Hans, Hans Ass Man. Man. Uh, Turns out he's a legs guy. Does not uh, really enjoy the yeah. ass. <laughs> he's not I've heard all of the jokes. None <laughs> are true. <laughs> I like boobs. <laughs> you don't even get to see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his wife said that her husband, Hans, mm. and his driver were near the town at the time of the murder. And his driver? Yeah, um... Assman owned a <laughs> Assman owned a light brown uh, Opel. Which <laughs> of course, he owned a light brown car. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would like it in light brown and no jokes. Thank you very much. As I am driving away, <laughs> um, that's the same car that, a lot, that several witnesses had seen near the where oh, she shit. was last seen alive. Um, okay. Uh, Assman's wife, Mrs. Assman, also. <laughs> you know you're marrying into that name. You know. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, she said that one of one of his socks was missing, okay. and his shoes were wet when he came home that night. Oh shit! There were dents in the car as well, right. and then apparently a couple of days later, he and his driver left again. This time, took a shovel with them. Things are not looking good for the ass man. So some some investigators had decided that the murderer was left-handed, which, guess what? Ass, ass man, man was does. a lefty. <gasps> South poor mm. ass man. <laughs> I've got... See, this is, this is funny. I'm, I'm cooking up a lot of theories here. Okay, good. Okay. Huh. So this... this so, and this is... His, yeah, right. So... So there's another... We're going to come back to Ass Man. You haven't heard the last of Ass Man. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's... Uh, no, it's the the credits roll, right? And then the, the last bit of text comes and stays right in the middle of the, of the screen. Black screen says, the Ass Man will return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the third of the, the, the three suspects for this is a man named Calco Canervo. And he's a, he was initially the prime suspect. And he was a oh. parish priest. And he was under investigation oh, okay. for years. Well, as in, like, because of this case or before for others? Uh, for, because of this. Uh, oh, right. He'd moved He'd moved nearby three weeks before. So he was, the, he, he was a priest and he was new on the scene. Oh. And uh, he had been... And he okay. spent the late night hours uh, in the parsonage with witnesses. Mm. However, 20 minutes his movements are not accounted for. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but they also said that 20 minutes, they eventually realised 20 minutes was not enough. I was going to say, that's not long enough to you... gone to where it was. Yeah. And then, he also didn't, he also didn't have a driver's licence or a car, so he couldn't have yeah. made the trip anyway. So, like, let's say if it, let's say if it had been on the night, that wouldn't have been mm-hmm. long enough for him to go there, do it, chuck him in the bog and then yeah. come back. Exactly. And if it wasn't, he didn't have a car, so he couldn't have taken her mm. somewhere else and then come back. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. With that in mind, let's go back to Assman. <laughs> Assman was also the suspect of one of Finland's other <gasps> infamous homicides. Oh, okay. And it's one that we we're yet to cover it was a choice for patreons but they didn't vote for it i can't remember okay. which one won out but this this was a a possibility they didn't they didn't want it and it's the you might have heard of it so it happened in 1960 so okay. years after this one and it was called the lake bottom murders that yeah that feels familiar i've definitely heard those yeah lake bottom okay yeah 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 it's it's well known uh yeah. in june 1960 at lake bottom uh in in finland Mm. Two 15-year-old girls and an 18-year-old boy were killed. They were stabbed and beaten about the head while they were sleeping inside a tent. And then there was a fourth uh, youth, 18-year-old boy called Niels. Uh, He was found outside the tent with Mm. broken facial bones and stab wounds. Yeah, shit. Right, right. And he was suspected in this as well. Yes, Mm -hmm. man. Right. 
And I'm not going to go too much into this one because we may cover it. Um, yeah. We'll just cover it just out of, I mean, it's a, it sounds like a pretty crazy yeah. case. But if you scroll down to suspects for this, you will see Hans Assmann. <laughs> and he was the basically the, the public's prime suspect. Yeah. You don't travel on that name very much, do you? You yeah. can't go to any airport. Just any time <laughs> the guy opens the thing, he's like, yeah. come on. Are you for So real? he... Um, the morning after the Lake Bottom murders, yeah. uh, he'd shown up at a hospital in Helsinki with bloody clothes. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know what? This guy, I just... I got a funny feeling he's... He's our guy. So, <laughs> let's go back to Hans Asman's involvement in this case. In this case, yeah. Because Hans Asman uh-huh. lived... Uh, for decades afterwards. And in 1997, yeah. he confessed his involvement in this what? to a former police officer. What the... What? This is our guy. Then this is it, right? He claims responsibility for Kiliki Sari's death. Off the record, so, but he also said that... It, and bearing in mind, I've, given, I, I've, I've dropped the little bits, the little details in through it already, and it kind of adds up. Yeah. He said it was Chris, an accident. breadcrumbs... Yes, this, is, this was going to be my theory. You said the de- as soon as he said dents in the car, I was like... Yeah. Was yeah. Uh, he said that the death was a car accident. Yes. And, and that's he why wasn't he driving... He wasn't driving. His driver, driver was driving. Was. And this yeah. links up to what his wife said. So they collided with her while she was on a bike, killed her by accident, yeah. and they decided to dress it up as a murder. Okay. Right. So there's one problem with that that mm. makes it worse. <laughs> like, like, look, if it's an accident, it's bad. It's bad. But, you know... Like, surely you can still... That's better than being like, we'll dress it up as a murder? I don't know. I just feel like that's not the first place I jump to. If I drop a glass in my house, I'm not going to, like, you know, like, slip over it and be like, see, there was an accident. Like, why would I escalate it? It just seems strange. Okay, so um, what if we then go back to the idea that he was a KGB spy? Um, ah, yeah. And the reason that he was the reason that he was where he was with his driver mm. had to be kept a secret because oh. when uh, when Asman was on his deathbed, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, I laughed uh, at every single one of those jokes. They were all funny. <laughs> In my old age, I grew to appreciate the ass. <laughs> Uh, this is a quote from, uh, from from him. On his deathbed, he said to mm. this former police officer, one thing I can tell you right away, in a way it was an accident, but it had to be covered up. Otherwise, our trip there would have been revealed. Whoa. Even though my friend was a good driver, the accident was unavoidable. Um, and so if they're there, for whatever reason, on a secret mission for the KGB, yeah. they accidentally kill a girl on a bike... They, yeah, they're do you know what I mean? They can't fucked. be tied to that because. Yeah. Um, but that Fuck. that might be being too kind to Asman. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah, yeah. It's the whole th- I the guess, whole thing is conjecture. I guess the thing is, like in my head, why I find it strange for them to escalate it is like a hit and run. So you know the hit, the whole hit and run thing is like you hit somebody, and yeah, yes, you will feel guilty and stuff. But like if you just drive away and this is you know the 50s in finland you just drive away i don't say i'm not saying it's a good thing i'm not condoning it i'm just saying you just drive away and maybe no one will find out right yeah even if you're it feels like that's a spy school thing where they're like listen we know not all of you are great drivers okay 
if some of you hit somebody, just keep driving. Don't don't cover up. Don't start an entire murder investigation. It feels like a very anti-spy thing. I know the thing is like, but then again, is where my, my brain is also going. It's like, well, actually, also, what if they didn't know she? You know, they're like, oh shit, we've hit somebody. If they're still alive, we've got to make sure they don't tell anybody we're here. So then, that's probably why they went that extra step. You know. Oh, so yeah, that you think that. She survived the car accident, but they killed her. Well, I think they did. They thought that, and they were covering their tracks. They're like, "Look, we hit somebody. Oh shit! <clears throat> Whether she, if she's alive, that's terrible. Yeah, but we can't just chance it and be like she's dead. And we'll just drive off. They're like, we just, we gotta. This is horrible. We gotta, we gotta do it. Yeah, and then that's probably why it became it. If that is what happened. Um, again, yeah, this doesn't no. make. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like. You know, I'm not like. Oh, poor ass man. I'm like this guy's <clears throat> a real fucking piece of work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah, suspect yeah. that was probably his his thinking. Is like if you're thinking like a spy or whatever, because I think like that's, you know, that's always the the. It's like that. Strange. This has brought me to. This has made me think about Black Mirror twice. Um, firstly, the latest season, and secondly, the one with and is it Angela Lansbury. The one, Crocodile, that episode. Have you seen that one? Oh, the no, one no, where, no, no, no. Andrea no. Riseborough. Yeah, yeah. And, Andrea Riseborough, yes. Uh, where she, yeah, it makes me think of that one. I have seen that like, one, yeah. I always um, get, because I can't remember the, the names of all of them, so I, so I get that one confused with the the Maxine one. Peake one that's black and white. Yes, that's Metalhead. Um, yeah. That's it. So do you think, think it's Ass Man? Because I think it's Ass Man. I think it's Ass Man. I really do think it's Ass Man. I think, look... Whether he was covering up for his spiness or he was just like, he just sort of panicked. I the think other the thing, thing, of course, it, yeah. is the KGB spy thing could have been a cover-up. And it's something he told his wife because him and his chauffeur were actually boning. <gasps> they went out, to the, went out to the bog to have a little bone, um, but they bonked a poor girl and they had to bury her. Yeah. Ah, man. And yeah. then like, well, you know, it, uh, Mrs. Assman was like, <laughs> hey, are you, are you Assman by name, Assman by nature? Why are you always going out? Why are you always going out with your, uh, with your driver? Eh? With your driver. And he's like, I know you can drive. I you know you can tell drive. Anybody. <laughs> and he calls his wife Mrs. Assman. You Mrs. can't Asman. tell anybody this, Mrs. Assman, but yeah. I am a spy for the KGB. Theirs was a marriage of convenience, a sham marriage, yeah. <laughs> in which yeah, he had to keep up appearances. Oh, no. Yeah, I think they were bonking. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's the murder of Kilikisari. Oh, yeah, I think Assman did it. Absolutely. <clears throat> I, I'm with you. I, I, I think I think of those three suspects. I think Assman's the one that is most prominent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, the other uh, Black Mirror episode I made me think of was the werewolf one. Um, if you've seen that in the latest series, uh, no, the, I haven't. When we talked about the act, the accident, um, I haven't actually. I've I've only seen Joan is awful so far of the new season. Ah, it's it, the rest of it. Look, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I liked it. I liked the rest of the series. I thought it was pretty fun. I um I quite like quite like Black Mirror to be honest. Yeah, I think a lot of people. It's funny as it goes on, and you know, I think as any writer does, it's like you, you can't get trapped in the thing that you've made, right? Yeah. Because then it starts being itself, and then it, and then it then it eats itself. It doesn't become. It doesn't progress. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, like a lot of people are like, well, this series like, oh, it's really, really different. I'm like, I liked that it. it was quite different. I thought it was quite fun and it did some interesting things. Shows that he's, you know, becoming a different sort of writer, pushing himself to do yeah. different things. Oh, yeah. And also just, yeah, it's fun. Just enjoy it's a TV show. You got more Black Mirror. You got what you wanted. You got more Black Mirror. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you were interested, uh, the other infamous homicides of Finland yes. are Lake Bottom, which we'll probably yes. end up doing. Mm-hmm. There is the Viking Sally murder. Oh, I think we should cover that. It, sounds it took place in 1987. Okay. Uh, Ooh, you're my best. On a cruise ferry, and the cruise ferry was called MS Viking Sally. 
Whoa. Okay. So it's like a murder murder on a ship. Yes, please. Um, yeah. That's full then, on... Um, what's his yeah. chops? David Chassé played him. Poirot, yeah. Yeah. And then there was also the uh, Olvila homicide case in nineteen in 2006. Yeah. Uh, uh, not unsolved, I don't think, oh. this one. Um, because bear in mind, these are just um, infamous homicide cases, not necessarily yeah. unsolved. Okay. Viking Sally is unsolved, though, so we can cover that one. Ooh, and yeah. then there's also the oven homicide. Oh, God. Is this similar to the one we covered a while ago? Where... Oh, where the, really, episode two, where the woman was found under the cooker. Yeah. Is it like the that? Kima, Kima Bob. Um, yeah. We could do this one. It's unsolved. Hika Saarinen was uh, 33 years old, December 1960. She lived with her husband in a large wooden house, mm. which was her childhood home. She inherited it. Uh, on Christmas Day, her eldest son arrived to come back home for the holidays and the front door was unlocked. Oh, shit. No, we're doing this one. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, we're say doing no more. this one. Say no I'm more. not going to say any more. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We'll do it. We'll do um, it. So we're doing the oven homicide at some point. Okay, there you go. You heard it uh, here first. But if you want to vote for which mysteries we do next, you get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash mystery on the rocks. There are normally three choices, and then who, whichever one wins out is the one we do next. Yes. And uh, there's loads of other stuff on Patreon as well. Bonus episodes, um, merch at the highest level. Mm-hmm. You get outtakes, cocktail recipes. We're a bit behind on the cocktail recipes for which... We apologise, but we'll catch yes. up through the backlog. We'll catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. You'll get you'll get your recipes. Don't know we'll whether you can you tell, need. but we've been we've been mega busy. That's why we can only record with two of us at a time these days. Yes. Um, no, but that's uh, coming to an end soon as well, because we yes. will be recording uh not next week, which is me and Suze, the week after will be all three of us. And yes. then Suze's in Edinburgh, so go and see Suze's show in Edinburgh. Yes, please do. Absolutely go and see that. Which will be uh, underbelly Y two K woman, but I can't remember what time. I'm sorry, Suze. Amazing. Thanks so much, Chris. That's all right. That was absolutely. Uh, thanks fantastic. for listening, everybody. Yeah. Oh, we're doing that. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to do it. Okay. <gasps> Bye. I um, I realized because I I sort of held my breath as I did that. That uh, I, I I would have loved it if you just went huh and then just didn't say anything and just I'm just sat there slowly going blue and about like, <laughs> <laughs> catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 